Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Please have got the pipe for you that'll show you all that attitudes you got love and luck and lust and lovers. Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers. Beautiful people, hello and welcome back to Love Clues. We are the two sisters who make up the band called Clues. I am Grace. And I am Lily. Yes, nailed it. And we are back. This week we are joined by a musical power couple. I'll give you a hint. They are one half of Holy Holy and one entire Ali Bada. <laughs> it is Oscar Dawson and Ali Bada. Hello, guys. Thank you for Sweet coming jokes. on the show. Hello. Thank you for having us. Hello, Lily and Grace. Thank you for having us. Honestly, genuinely, thank you for making time in your busy, busy, beautiful lives for us. We really appreciate it. So I know that you're going into it blind. I know. I know. I know. I know. Love is blind. Should we just end it there? Yes. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop. No, but what I was going to say before was that the point of why we're doing this podcast is because I'm 25 and I've literally never dated anyone in my whole life. And Grace has just fallen in love with her first love. She has this new boyfriend. Not new boyfriend. I know. How cute is it? But now so we realise we're at this junction where like Grace is going through something that I've never gone through. Mm. And usually that doesn't happen because like I do everything first and then I can tell Grace what to do. Mm. So now I'm like, what the hell? You're in love and I don't even know what that feels like. So we're just like phoning a friend. So you don't know, you, you, you think or you believe that you don't know what love feels like? I've, I've never, definitely never been in love before yeah, romantically. Okay. Yeah, I think okay? when, when you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. never been in love. I was one of those people that was in love with someone different every weekend from the age of 14. Right oh, through, my Right gosh. through to now, actually, which is alarming. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so I, like, I found some of my diaries the other day and they're just like bleeding hearts. This really? boy, that boy, this boy, that boy. Like so, early high school. Yeah. I mean, I was a late bloomer from my friendship group. Like all of my friends were really, they were women way mm-hmm. before Me too, it was appropriate. Me too. You know, like <laughs> yeah. they all had boobs and bodies at the age yeah. of 12. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was like pulled up with the fast crowd. But I yeah. was a late, I, you know, I didn't have my first kiss till I was like 17. 16? Mm. Me too. I think I was 16. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was about that too. Yeah. Ali, any of those boys that you had crushes on, did you date any of them in high school or was it just an infatuated no. crush that um, you'd write about in your journal? I dated a few of them and then had like kissed them a couple of times and became obsessed mm-hmm. or they, I kissed them and they became obsessed with me and I was yeah. really mean to them. Yeah, love that. A trail yeah. of broken hearts had, behind you. Yeah, had a few yeah. dumb stupid boyfriends mm-hmm. um yeah dumb in the sense that they were kind of tools <sighs> just or something like, like dumb boys you know like dumb boys mm. that cheated on me and right. wore mm-hmm. popped collars and pink t-shirts and went to nightclubs and had door lists we used to call them fun boys that was an i don't know if that is still a term like, i think it's it pronounced was like fuck boy now yeah what's a fuck, fuck boy? boy well these are like <laughs> early 2000s back in the day of the metrosexual when that happened oh yeah <laughs> And so it was like everyone had like frosted spiky tips and white shell necklaces and pink.
pink t-shirts or popped collars. <laughs> the pink t-shirts. And like, big. I look back and I go, yeah. You always do. Yeah. Do, should we do your meet cute story? Yes, we should. But all I want to know is whether there was any luck involved. It's all luck, isn't it? Like, and timing. Well, mm. th- but that is luck, right? Mm. True. Mm. True. But do you remember the first time we met? I was making an EP and the producer said, I know this guy, he's really good at guitar, his name's Oscar Dawson, he could come and play guitar on your EP. And I was like, Oscar Dawson, oh, my God, I, like, am obsessed with his band (gasps) um, because he used to be in this band called Planet Love Sound and I went to see them and I, like, fell in love and bought the EP and the T-shirt and joined the mailing list and downloaded (laughs) their new EP on New Year's (gasps) Day. I was in New York and I woke up on New Year's Day to download your EP. Oh, God, that was that was a good God. release strategy, putting out a song on New Year's Day. <laughs> wow, so you went full groupie. Oh, full groupie. But I had <laughs> boyfriends at the time and I would just annoy the boyfriend, whichever boyfriend it was, and be like, that Oscar Dawson looks like Rob Stark. And he'd be like, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> you're like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> so, and then were you dating people at the time, Oscar, or were you just like sort of flying solo? Oh, I was always, I've always been a bit like, um, you know, zero to a hundred kind of vibe. So I'm either been, I've either been like just fully single and never seeing any people ever mm-hmm. and like being, being a, a loner mm-hmm. or I'm in a long-term relationship. Oh. That's oh, what I right. mean by zero yeah, to a hundred, right. you know? It's like. Yeah. You're all really, in or you're all out. I thought you were going to say, or yeah. you're going through slutty Oscar fate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like that is the kind of middle ground that I could never f- do. And I just never did it. I was, I always felt like this was going to sound really cheesy. I'm not trying to virtue signal, but I could never, I've never felt good kissing someone if I didn't really like them, you know? Yes. Like properly like them. Yeah, absolutely. What if they're just a mad babe? No, didn't count. Drunk. Didn't count. And you're nothing. a bit. Because when you're all drunk, everyone smells bad. Don't you, don't you think it's yucky? I wish I yeah. was like mm. Maybe we have different yuck thresholds. Don't <laughs> well, yuck someone else's yum. But don't yum my yuck either. <laughs> oh, true. Get wrecked. You just absolutely <laughs> roasted me. <laughs> I've, I've never dated before, though. I feel like I've never dated. Dating mm. sounds weird to me. Like this is I'm, When I say dating, I mean like that American use of the word where you organise a date. You go on a date. You go on a date. Wait, what? So you've never been like, oh, can I get your number? All right, let's go out and get a drink. We'll meet here at this time. Oh, it's our first date. Oh, hi. Fuck no. Hi. Wow. Really? So how have your your other relationships started? I'm I'm not saying that I've never, like, organised a time and a a place, like, to meet someone. To meet somebody. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't even have a phone. You just, like, (laughs) float through life. You're like... See you when I, I, just I see you, I man. Geez, she was great. I hope I bump into her. I just wander the streets for weeks and, oh, yeah, just I hope do. for the best. Um, <laughs> no, but, like, I just mean, like, there's this part of dating which is quite, like, we are going on a date now. Mm. Mm. I feel like it's, I've never really done that. It's, it's always just been, like... You've never planned to go out with someone for the purpose of being, like, let's see if we can get to know each other and like each other. Yeah, Is exactly. that right? And instead yeah. it's been, like, you've actually met someone that you've just connected with and then you end up hanging out or something yeah and then you end up hanging out more yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 sure yeah you know if there is a point at which you uh acquire yeah, well, you, their yeah. number and <laughs> <laughs> make further contact lady. <laughs> but it was good what happened the first time we, we, well then you made that video oh, yeah. clip and i came and hang out and then we then we had a nice night together well, didn't we and then i called you the next day and what happened oh, what no. happened then darling yeah, well, what happened, Can, can, can I just give some context to it? <laughs> Seriously. He played on this EP and I was going out with somebody and then not long after that this person 
dumped me and I was properly heartbroken. Mm. And then a week later I needed, I had a gig coming up and I needed a guitarist. So I called Oscar and said, will you play this gig? And he said, yes. And I was in shock because I didn't think you'd say yes. But (laughs) you rode over to my house from Paran to Collingwood how long does that take? Rode on a push bike or on, on a, a push bike? bike. It was 40 <laughs> degrees outside and he had his electric guitar on his back. Guitar and no. like a little soft backpack case. <laughs> yeah. And he rode and he turned up at my house like 45 minutes late. I said, here's his song. And he listened to the song and then I pl- he goes, play it again. And I played the song again on the little organ I had at home and he played the most unbelievable guitar line over the top of it and I was just like oh my god and then we just talked all day and we went and had something to eat and then we watched a movie and then I drove you home that was the first day for me that I feel remember being like oh my god but I was really really heartbroken so the next time we hung out we made a music video and then we macked on and it was too much for me too soon because mm. oh, I was ready. really, it was like two weeks after I'd been dumped. I wasn't ready. And then I wasn't ready for the next nine to 12 months. And so I continued to break up with you over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, <there was> <laughs> oh, what? Wow. So that, so that, yeah, you did the video clip and I stayed over. And because by this point in my life, I thought I'm not the, like, I'm not like a spring chicken anymore or anything. And I just thought, fuck it. I don't want to do this thing of like playing any games or whatever mm-hmm. so i just called you yeah and i said hey i really enjoyed hanging out that was great um yeah i hope we can do it again soon and you're so like grown yeah. well it's, it's a pretty basic thing to do i think but uh, anyway you Ali's would like, think you, you would think, think. anyway ali's <laughs> like would. oh nah <laughs> i'm like oh and i was just sort of a bit like that's weird <laughs> you were like are you sure <laughs> you def- wait def- just that, circ- circling back yeah just, are you, you sure <laughs> Is that your final response? <laughs> Do you want me to? I can call you back and I can, you think about it for five minutes and I'll call you back. <laughs> He's oh, like, no, 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 just no. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Just no. And so I was just like, <laughs> how did I feel? I was a little bit in shock, actually. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rocked to the core. I yes. was somewhat rocked to the core. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's I was the like, word? Um, Life shattering. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty earth shattering. And I was like, Fucking hell. Oh, my god! Uh, also just because I felt like we had such a nice time. <laughs> Either I'm in the throes, like I'm in the middle of your story right now because I think of all the times that it hasn't worked out with people for me and I'm like, you know, is it just like, is this the slow burn? Maybe he'll circle back in three years. Will we look back on this moment where he's walking off into the, the distance and laugh about it someday? <laughs> when he's ghosting me today, will he? Will we be getting married in two years' time? I don't know. We'll never say never. I mean, um, th- there is a part of this our story that is like to do with patience and luck. Oh, and oh my god, the dog just did a fart. Oh my god! It ain't, it ain't all sunshine in Mary's <laughs> life, you know. <laughs> no, it's a tough gig. It really smells like it smells like a. It's funny. Context is a key because it does smell like a lamb roast, which I don't necessarily mind the smell. I of, feel like I can't don't ruin it. lamb roast for Ali forever. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm, I'm yucking her yum. He says this kind of shit all the time. There's a big part of our our story as a couple of patience and luck, I think. Like easily it could have never, it could have just not happened because like, you know, that first night, after that night, I could have just gone, oh, fuck it then. 
see you mm, later. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or at any other point along the time, you could have probably said something similar because we, we had times where we were kind of not together but still friends um, sort of or not together but playing music. So we were kind of even trying to carry on like a professional relationship at the same time as having this confuse, confusing personal relationship. Mm. So there could have been plenty of times where we just went, oh, fuck it. I don't know. Like so that's, what, that, why that, that's the you? luck side, I think, too, because we were, I don't know, maybe we we're both patient or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Were you happy that it had that drawn out beginning or do you wish you'd just locked it down straight no, away? No, I'm happy. No. I'm, happy. Yeah. I'm happy because lots of things happened that year. If I'd mm. locked it down straight away, I'm, it might have ended too soon or something like But I think the thing that has been true for me and Oscar is we are best friends. Mm. Like that we couldn't leave each other because we were best friends. So even if we had a fight or I broke up with you on whatever occasion it was, um, we liked each other and so we would end up seeing each other. Like there were so many bad ones. There was one night where I sent him this email and I said oh, I never, no. never want to write or play music with you ever again and then we had to have a friend like mediate our wow reuniting he's very patient and kind and stable Mm. person Mm. and i think that impatient restless crazy people need people like that but yeah yeah yeah, i also think yeah like there there might have been a few times and and if i was younger i reckon i probably would have just gone fuck this i'm (laughs) i'm doing other shit it's all good whatever i probably might have done that but because by this point i'm like a bit older and i've had i've had a few relationships and a few long ones by this point like a couple of decent ones where you know they've gone for like four or five years Mm. and um i just thought to myself no i think this is i think this is worth i think this is worth it you know Mm. and I believe that you know and I believe that like love is intimidating and it's a bit I don't know being with someone is a commitment that is like a leap of faith Mm. and I felt like we were maybe both a little bit reticent or something like that maybe because we were I reckon that was a funny time because you were really you were really burnt when I met you and like lost yeah, in a way. I felt, like I felt you, burnt, like yeah. you wanted, you didn't know what you wanted to do with music. You just finished up in this band, and you were really, like, traumatized by that and by previous experiences, and possibly a last relationship, whatever. And I'd just been dumped, and I had my own stuff going on too. Mm. So we're both like met at this really, and it, you know, fall in love and have a nice time. It was, too, it was. There was a lot going on. And you mix it with music, which is stressful. And there's like mm. stuff to, um, it's a head fuck. Yeah, well, we, it was definitely like pretty foolhardy for us to try and like be professional together and also have this relationship thing happen. And like you don't choose love, you know, it just it just happens, I think. Mm. And um, Did you I hear that? Did you I hear that, that sound? That was what her was that? Kind of, <laughs> that was a dog. I think that the dog just did a burp. Oh, my God. Did she spew? I really love that she's there for some comedic relief. We love her. Yeah, um, when she gets too real, Adina's like, <laughs> psych. She's like, <laughs> comes in farts and time. spews on your foot. <laughs> And then eats your iPhone and then you're like, great. (laughs) What I was saying was that like you don't really choose love, right? Like to use a musical analogy, it's kind of like I feel like if you ever try and write a song and you say what kind of song you want to write, I I find it never works. It's not a self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah. Yeah, you have to just write and a song happens. So with love I think it's the same. It's like I met Ali and I was like, oh, fuck. Wow, really? Because I'm like, well, I don't have a choice now. Yeah, this is just, this (laughs) is it. Really? Did your relationship? 
relationship really hit you on a level that you'd never felt before with anybody else? Like, did you have did you have the when you know you know moment? Definitely. <laughs> wow. wow. Was that was that early on? Like when you first met her, was it just something about it, or or did it take or you a while other. to realize? No, no, it was pretty. Well, aside from like the very first time years before when we met. Yeah, yeah. Randomly in passing. No, it was immediate. Definitely. It wasn't slowly no. building. That feeling was there from the very start. That feeling was there from the start, which is why all that on and off stuff in a weird fucked up way it made some degree of sense you know mm. like telling you this story now it makes you might make us sound like these weirdos who are like why did you guys stay together if you didn't love each other but I think we did and do and it was just like hard to uh, kind of accept or something mm. and we push and pulled a little bit I suppose yeah, well. early on I think push and pull and I, I just think push and pull though is underrated in life we could all do with a bit of push and pull sometimes and I think you can really work things out for yourself and with a partner so for me it was like um I kept I remember I kept breaking up with you because I felt like you'd seen too much and I was having a really full-on year or two years around that time well you know you had a dad and like my dad had recently passed away and I was in my first second year of sobriety so I was getting sober Mm. from like years of destructive behavior and then I had no alcohol and then this guy was there and I couldn't like just get drunk and not think about how Mm. insecure or how scared or how whatever I was I was just like a raw nerve in the world that's what being so getting sober it feels like and And I just felt like you'd seen too much. And I'd had this boyfriend beforehand who had broken up with me because I'd been too vulnerable and too scared and I couldn't keep up with him and he was on this trajectory. And so I just assumed that it was this was going to play out again. And so my crazy would come out and then I'd be like, oh, we have to break up. You know, mm. and I in, did but that. But in a way to like protect yourself from yeah, feeling I was like, like this you is were going to be the one who you're was going to go. Broken up with. Yeah, you're going to yeah. go. So we should just end this. And this mm. happened over and over again. And I like that was a really good thing for me to go through because I realized by the end of that year and the 14th time that I'd broken up with you that it wasn't, I would always think, oh no, there's a problem with this relationship. And then I realized that. I thought there was something wrong with me and I had to learn that over and over again to be like, Mm. if there's something wrong with me, if I think there's something wrong with me and he's still here, then he must not mind it. It must be okay. Mm. And so through that process of like him being there through that over and over again, I was like, I, I like healed a lot in a way, but I had to, we had to have that period of time. And still even now I get like, you know, you have a fight or you know no relationship is perfect and I there's that fear that rises up in me that's just like oh my god I should just leave like he doesn't deserve this and then I go oh no that's just my head Mm. and no relationship is perfect and we trust each other I think that gave us a lot of trust yeah I think it helped Mm. to build trust definitely um because you people get hurt along the way in relationships and it's you come to relationships with baggage and you have to unlearn that stuff. You have to heal a lot of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, I know he accepts me 100% for me. I can't even imagine what that feels like to be with a person and be like, you know what, I just trust you, you trust me. Mm. I know that you love me unconditionally. I mean, you feel like that in other ways, like with your family or like your with your sister or whatever it is, but it would be such a different thing to have a random man or woman walk into your life and then become literally like so a part of your orbit and your universe like that's just crazy to me it's so cool it is cool and like I do think that I'd had relationships before that actually weren't as cool and Mm. I sometimes just thought I guess this is what love is yeah um I guess this is it you know and this is maybe why I was saying before how my 20s was shit was because I was probably like just a bit dumb like just thinking that this is what life is without realising actually life is beautiful and you find someone who you really care about and, yeah, like, you know, the, all the love stuff's really great and, like, the, the fireworks and kind of drugs in your brain kind of feelings are great. Right. <laughs> What's great, though, is just the companionship. I know it sounds boring but just friendship and companionship and coming home from work or tour <laughs> or whatever and just going, oh, I can't wait to get home. To wow. see that other person. Being like, oh, I feel so good to be home because yeah. Ali's here. Because I've, I've played in bands all these time as well and bands can be like these long-term mm-hmm. relationships too, you know, like that have all these layers of complexity and like there are factors of joy and love and friendship and also factors of money and factors of loathing and, and arguments and stress and all this other crap that comes along with them and they can get, the dynamics can get really twisted the same way that romantic relationships can. And I've just come out of a shitty romantic one and a shitty band and I was fucking hating my life and I was just like, Dad, what the f- what is... You know, I was having this existential kind of mm, stupid mm. crisis of like, what the fuck is the point, Dad? A beautiful crisis. And he's like, well, honestly, I just got home from work every day and my, my day got better and that's how I knew that Yeah. I, I loved your mum. Do you feel like you had that sort of lovely relationship modelled to you throughout your life? So did they sort of set the standard of like what love was supposed to be? Well, yeah, I mean... and, and In a good but, way? In a way, their standard was set that was actually quite prosaic. Like it wasn't whiz-bang. It was like dad can be gruff, can be grumpy, can be tired. Mum's wonderful and but like dad can also be charming and funny and all sorts of different things. It wasn't like I'd get home from school and they'd be dancing in the kitchen. It was it was very much an quite down-to-earth relationship but it was that of companionship and care and friendship and stability Mm, and love and and obviously love but it wasn't like this whiz-bang Hollywood crap and so it was modelled to me in a very down-to-earth way and I think maybe sometimes in my younger years I got confused by the nature of other models of love i.e. models of love that are more whiz-bang more fireworksy Mm. more passionate or something and I, I mean I'm a passionate person in many ways but I think what's been great since meeting Ali and you know around that time is accepting that actually I, I, the joy is in the ordinary mm. in many ways and I think it's easy to forget that in life. I was gonna ask Oscar do you think that you value those small oh both of you the small and like simple things of the solid companionship were your earlier relationships not like that? Like, think, did you think that you were in love and you weren't? Or? Definitely in my early relationships I did think that and Maybe it was a form of love. I mean, I think love is a complex thing. It's hard to it's hard to just narrow it down to a single word as we yeah, do. Yeah. But they were different. They were more effortful, more mm. 
tense and on edge. Like, it's funny, Ali's telling you this, all these stories about how we had this tumultuous first year or year <laughs> and a half, and she's making me look like a saint or something. And her, like, she's. But that, that, that's only part of the truth. Like, we just had good times. And yeah, so I think I had previous relationships that were more just on a more stressful edge always. Mm. Um, you know, like you could, like anything could just go wrong all the time. Whereas with Ali, I felt like just you're just roughing it with someone through life, you know? Yeah, <laughs> roughing it, just, it with someone it through just life. A, That's a constant, so nice. Yeah. Did, had you talked about getting married before you got married? Was it a spontaneous thing? Was it a pragmatic decision? It was a spontaneous thing. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> A spontaneous thing that then led to like <laughs> pragmatic discussions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's ba- it's basically this whole time it's a joke that's gone too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god, um, that's all of humanity, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's what God's like. Oh my god, oh god, this has gone too far. Make it stop. All I remember is that I went to the gym one day and I had a really good workout and I was really excited and I we came get home. it your hench. Yeah. Ali's ripped. Really I'm so get ripped. It, we get it, Ali. You go to the gym. I buy it. Anyway, so Anyway, so Ali was hench and then what happened? I was well hench and I came home and I was just really happy and I jumped on Oscar and I said, I love you. Let's get married. And you went, what? And I said, let's get married. And you're like, oh, God, okay. And then later on that night or the next morning he said, so do you want me to be your husband? And I was like, ugh, yuck. I hate that word. But yes, I do. Really? She, you just thought like, maybe she's all henched up and she just doesn't know. She's all jacked, jacked up. She's, she's had too many roids. Yeah. She's on the roids. She's come home. Yeah. She's done this just all the time. She's peaking. <laughs> she's peaking on roids and she comes home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in, in comes old fucking this bodybuilder um, who I haven't met before. And she's like, marry me, boy. Yeah. Um, marriage, I, I never thought I'd get married for some reason. I don't know why. I just sort of thought, oh, marriage, I just don't see the point. Mm. But I used to think that. That. Yeah, but, yeah, me but too. and it's weird and like it's fun. Yeah, it's fucking it's fun. Is it? I, it Why just, is it fun? What makes it fun? Well, it's fun having a wedding is fun. And oh, actually, getting married, right? Like getting married is fun. It was so much fun, you know. It was just so much fun. But I'm so outside glad. Outside of the wedding, being married is fun because you just know this is the person you're going to do all your stuff with. Yeah, yeah. there's something about that. Your yeah. person, like, your life partner, you're just yeah. your sidekick yeah. for everything. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't so, think you have to be married to feel like that. But no, I don't think you do. You know, when people say, "Oh, it's just a piece of paper," I get that. But I, I, I most of the people I've spoken to who've said that aren't married, mm. and I don't think it is just a piece of paper. Like that's the whole point of it it's about like a, it's a symbolic thing weddings are for people they're, they're not just for the couple they're, they're for the, everyone the couple, they're your they're for your friends for your, your family yeah. your social mm. group your network everyone around you to kind of you where you say we are committed you know mm. yeah and it's like, a, this is happening guys get on board i yeah. went through my <laughs> whole adult life thinking i wouldn't mind not getting married and so much cultural gravitas is given to that like we're all raised like thinking marriage is a fairy tale and it's like that's hard to unlearn in your brain. Yeah. Even yeah. hearing you guys talk about it now has changed my perspective on it. I've not really ever been swept up in the fairy tale of it. Like growing up, I was never like, I can't wait to have a wedding and do the big dress. Yeah. I just, you know, didn't think about it. And it's so nice to talk to two people who are so in love and in such a beautiful relationship that we know and that we love so much as well. It's just so special. Thanks for talking so candidly oh, and openly pleasure. with us. We- I, I just, we just want to be you when we grow up guys Come on.
yeah, when you we get do. when you're old and crusty like we are. When exactly. we're, we we want to be you like yeah when we're really old when like I'm much really older old. than we <laughs> are right <laughs> now. Really, really like old. heaps so older. Really like right good. now I'm young, but when I'm old, like right old, now I'm like thriving <laughs> like I'm in my prime. And when I'm really old, I want to be you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get there, baby. You'll get there. You'll get there. You've got some tr- you've got some travails before you get. You're gonna get, you get through your twenties first. Oh god. Good luck with that. Wow, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for chatting with all us. Right, love guys. you guys. We love you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We love you. Love Lots you all. Love you Bye. 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 Bye.